everybody, this is Pam at the Paper Outpost, and this is the Paper Outpost podcast, The Joy of Junk Journals. Welcome, welcome. Come on in, sit down, grab a tea, grab a coffee, get, grab a couple snacks, or just keep doing what you're doing. Maybe walking the dog, doing the groceries, folding the laundry, crafting, whatever it might be, settle on in, let's have a chat. All right, I hope everybody's doing well, and today's topic is, I don't have any stuff. And uh, I don't have anything to craft with. And I've been getting some um, questions and comments and and things like that on my YouTube channel and um, other places uh, for folks who don't have a lot of supplies. And I I have talked about this before, but I think it's time for a refresher. And uh, um, remembering what is available to us and what is free and accessible that we can use that is in our sphere in our vicinity or in our reach close by. Um, There's lots of things that we can access on an everyday basis. Go pillage your kids craft supplies. There's nothing wrong with that. You probably paid for it in the first place. Do a little negotiation. Maybe they can get out of a chore. Maybe you'll do a chore for them, but you're off and running and you've got some craft supplies. Um, My next favorite one is junk mail. Don't forget about junk mail. It's that constant delivery of beautiful envelopes and, uh, you know, nice cardstock thickness, direct mailer cards and circular flyers and all sorts of magical things that we can turn into amazing uh, creations. And how about our... um, takeout food uh, bags and napkins and coasters and things like that Um, a beautiful bounty of absolutely free goodies for you to play with number was that three number four don't forget about your amazing grocery bags if you have access to paper bag grocery bags next time you're grocery shopping say when they're already putting it in the plastic bag you just say ho nelly ho nelly slow down i want the paper bag. Yes, I'm old school. Yes, I would. Yes, I know it's raining. I still want the paper bags. Yes, please give me the paper bags. And you'll get the paper bags. And there is so much you can do with a paper bag. And I actually have a video coming out on that soon. So um, hang tight for that. It'll, it'll, it'll knock your socks off, hopefully. <laughs> At least maybe it'll pass some time. Um, but I got really excited about paper bags today. I, could, I, could, I was beside myself, um, absolutely. Now also, it is um, in my hemisphere of the world. It is summer turning into fall. And uh, it's a great time to get out in nature and nature is full of bounty right now um, as far as offerings for we crafters there are twigs and leaves and um, Spanish moss hanging from the trees and flower petals and wildflowers that can be pressed and uh, just so many things out here Um, what are we on five six maybe uh, uh, some things we don't necessarily think of how about sand Um, I happen to live not too far from the beach uh, where I could drive down there and I could get a small little, maybe little, uh, you know, Ziploc bag full of sand and I could put that into my homemade uh, gesso or my homemade texture paste. Maybe I'm going to do a a journal cover and I'm going to toss some sand in there. And, um, oh, uh, okay, here's another um, video idea that is coming out very soon. Hold on to your hats as well. Um, What about old makeup? That's right. It might be in your bathroom drawer or under the bathroom sink or hidden somewhere else not too far away. Or um, feel free to raid your teenager's um, makeup bin. She's probably got way too much. She'll never miss it. Again, negotiate for chores, uh, treats, 
um, you know, whatever, <laughs> uh, whatever you have to do to get the supplies, you go ahead and you get them. And um, how about this? Asking friends and family, hey, do you guys have any blank? You fill in the blank. Do you have any old newspapers? Do you have any old phone books? Do you have um, old art and craft supplies that you don't use anymore? Do you happen to have any scrapbook paper you're not using? How about old envelopes? Any old greeting cards? Any old uh, uh, thing? How about calendars? You got any calendars that you're not using? Um, A lot of people squirrel away stuff in their attics or in their basements, and they would probably be so thrilled to um, gift those to you slash unload slash relieve them of it because they have no idea what they're going to do with it and they've never heard of junk journals and uh, or it's just you know they had all these grandiose plans of doing something one day with stuff but it never happened or then you get the faith uh, ever faithful somebody croaked and they had a craft stash or they had a a stash of old papers or something like that that um, nobody else has any use for except for us. That's right. And that's where we swoop in and uh, we breathe new life into it and we share uh, and educate um, folks around us with these little morsels of history where we get to look back in time into somebody's life and uh, take a peek to see what times were really like, unfiltered by Hollywood, unfiltered by the um, news media, unfiltered by everybody other than the person who actually wrote it and we get their filter. But it's kind of neat to see their point of view or their perspective. Um, Did I tell you I'm going to the post office? I'm in my car right now, rolling to the post office, going through a school zone, looking around. I'm pivoting my head, going 20 miles an hour. I can't go any faster than that because the little chain of cars is only going 20 miles an hour so we're all going the appropriate speed I think we're actually at about 17 miles an hour so I don't even see a kid hit in sight oh nope that's a that's an old one over there nope not not a kid (laughs) um so yeah um there are so many things um we, I think uh the other day we were playing with uh washi tape as a stencil you know I mean you can just Improvise. I think that's the biggest ticket of all is uh, remembering that you can improvise with what you have. So uh, this is my like one of my favorite rules of crafting, which has, you know, no rules. Never let lack of a craft supply stop you. That's right. So you just get out there, you roll up your sleeves and you find something that will um, serve its purpose. Um, You probably have uh, similar glue or a similar cutter or if you don't have the crocodile tube big bite you've got an awl or an ice pick or a some sort of pokey tool or an old knitting needle or a crochet needle or something that you could push through paper if you really needed to or had to and um think I'm through the school zone now yeah okay everything seems all right and um so yeah there are there are ways there are ways we just have to put on our little knitted caps that we made back in grammar school and twist it to the side and uh you know just get that little you know serious what was that spanky the little guy from um uh, little rascals, uh, little rascals. Um, yeah, that little serious determined look on his face where he was going to make things happen. That's right. And, uh, so off we go and, uh, we, and we create a magic and we have fun along the way. And, and what's wrong with that? There's nothing wrong with that. So, um, it doesn't take a lot to color something. It doesn't take a lot to draw some basic shapes. It doesn't take a lot Um, other than paper and I've given you some great ideas on how you can source some paper Um, don't you know okay we're just post um, 
the sales might still be on for the go back to school stuff. Most of it might be over, but I do remember a few years ago when I went, when you could actually get free pencils and, and, and free paper, uh, things like that. They had a couple days right at the beginning of the sales where if you went, um, this was all pre-COVID, um, uh, yeah, they would give you like boxes of pencils and stuff just like for walking in and breathing. And uh, I just actually found some of those in a, uh, a little closet I have upstairs that I have not looked in in a long time. And I found a little uh, squirreled away box of old school supplies that for some reason, way back then, I thought, you know, maybe someday I might have a purpose for these. It never hurts to have an extra set of uh, pencils around. I found 30 pencils, brand new um, pencils in the box. I'm so excited. I am so excited about these pencils because I have plans for these pencils. I don't know what it is, but there's something about a journal plus a pencil that just, uh, you know, it's the sound of a pencil on the paper and the feel it do, it doesn't feel like a pen it's completely different um usually most pencils don't skip i've had a few ones in the past that have skipped that's kind of like this there must be like an um defect or something in the graphite but 99 percent of pencils don't skip pens they'll let you down every day of the week and you're riding along and all of a sudden nothing there's just nothing there or it's skip 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 a you know what what is that you know you're riding along and um all of a sudden it's like you know every half a centimeter it's not giving you the goods and so then you got to go back and try and sort of make it pretty and it never quite looks like what you intended you know you can't quite piecemeal it back together so that's where you come with the big grand uh, rule number 47. You cover it up with something else in the, in the crafter uh, Bible of uh, how to get out of a sticky spot. And um, so, yeah, so I'm very excited about pencils. I have pencil ideas. I have little like, you know, sugar plum pencils floating around in my head of different things that uh, we can do with them and different ways we can play with them. So stay tuned for that because they're coming. And uh, so, yeah, so, it, you know, I get it. It's fun to play with the new stuff. It's, you know, hey, every time a new set of digikits come out, everybody, we all run them and get them and use them and play with them and stuff like that. Um, uh, new tools come out, new colors of Tim Holtz, as if he doesn't have enough colors for ink. Um, you know, a new color of an ink or, or this little gizmo or that little widget um, or this electric yapper chopper thinger and, uh, you know, printer cruncher bumper, you know, thing is going to, poop out gorgeous pieces of paper just by pressing one button. Um, I don't know. I don't know. All I can say is somewhere in amongst all of that, there is so much fun to be had with just a simple old piece of paper and a pencil or a piece of paper and a pen. And uh, you can you can have a lot of fun with that and start there. And I think that's a great place to go. And um, uh, don't forget the notepads. Um, you know, I'm talking about the, um, not like a spiral brown notebook, but the notepad where it looks like a grocery list notepad. Um, these were very popular for a while. You can buy them usually in big clumps in, in thrift stores. And they're great to uh, coffee dye or tea dye or uh, maybe put some food coloring in the water and, and you can make different colors. That's really pretty. And then uh, let them air dry or bake them. And they're absolutely adorable and cute tuckables into your junk journals. They're nice slim sizes. They fit into pockets easily, into little tucks easily. And if you don't like the, um, the brand name or the trademark or the company it came from, chop it off. Just chop it off. We have the power. We can just go crip with our scissors and it is gone, you know? And all of a sudden you've got this very beautiful antiqued piece of paper and um, you can put a little rubber stamp at the top and it takes on a whole new life. 
a whole new life. And uh, yeah, I just uh, found a big bag. Uh, I must have, you know, collected a bunch of those over the time. And I thought, you know, these would look really cool uh, coffee dyed. So I just coffee dyed a whole mess of them. And uh, um, I kind of forgot about them. And now I found them. So I'm starting to go through those and, and use those. So it's um, those kind of like those little things you forget about. You know, it's like playing cards. How Maybe you have... Um, some old board games or playing cards. Maybe you have a Monopoly game that nobody plays with anymore. Um, but the Monopoly money, that's very classic and nostalgic. And a lot of people, that brings back a lot of memories and triggers memories. And you can use that to tuck in to pockets and tucks. And you can also use it as a, a little journal card, a little notepad. Um, you could clip a, you know, like four of them together and make a little notepad. Um, you know, there's just, you could they can be pockets themselves because they're little uh, rectangular shapes that would look really cute uh, and you can also coffee and tea dye those I mean there's so many things that you can do with these these um, uh, little munchkins that come along into our life and playing cards don't you know you might have as we amass in life uh, you might have more than one deck of playing cards and you know let's face it you probably don't need more than maybe two decks max um, for some card games uh, but all those others that are sort of rolling around in the little vestiges of our worlds um, maybe you could pull those up and those could be uh, turned into so many amazing things I haven't played with playing cards for a while I think I've, it's time I think it's time to pull out some playing cards um, or game cards game cards are fun too you remember Trivial Pursuit when they had all those game cards in there and they're beautiful stiff rectangular cards and they can be covered and um I just turned into little mini journals or pockets um, or, or flips. I mean, it's just, it's, it's endless. So I'm guessing you probably have a few supplies around the house that maybe, maybe could be turned into some junk journal gold. And uh, just, uh, you might go down a little rabbit trail and um, make a bunch of things and just have them at the ready. So when you're, you know, coming up on the holidays, you're just a, just a regular old grab and go granny. You're just like cranking these puppies out left and right. And uh, all of a sudden it's not so, it's not so overwhelming. Sometimes it's helpful to have a few things in back stock so that when you do sit down to make a journal, not every blank page is daunting. You're not starting from ground zero, but let's say it's your first journal and you are starting from ground zero and this is your, your first foray into this and you haven't made anything ahead of time. You're just looking at each page. Um, you know, there's 101 ways to approach this. You could say, okay, this is my first journal. Maybe I'm just going to decorate every third page or every fifth page, or maybe I'm going to keep it more of a writing journal and have lots of pages in each signature. Um, the grand question of how many pages per signature? Um, what is the right number? How many signatures is the right number? What should I shoot for? And it's a crapshoot, honestly. Um, and you kind of learn as you go. But if I had to give you a rule of thumb, because everything really boils down to how thick your paper is and how um, uh, how much uh, decorating you're going to be doing inside the journal. So just kind of know that when you're going to be doing a lot of heavy decorating, like for example, one of my Chunky Monkey journals, I put fewer pages, uh, fewer signatures, because I know that it's going to get bulked up. What's ridiculous, isn't it? Because I know it's I know it's going to get bulked up. So I, I account for all of that. Yet still, still my journals look oh, like oh, super stuffed. Um, so the way you alleviate that is you make a, a wider spine. Okay, so if you want a journal that is super stuffed, but you want um, 
it to like close like a normal book then you have to have a really wide spine now if you don't put a lot of signatures in you're gonna have big gaps in between your signatures um, so I would recommend putting a few more signatures in if you're gonna do the wide spine and put fewer pages in each signature I would say in general if you're just thinking in general terms um, maybe a one-inch spine with three signatures with ten pages per signature that's gonna give you enough room to decorate and um, I would say medium decorating, medium amount of decorating, light to medium, and uh, you're still going to have plenty of writing space, and the book should close relatively comfortably. And I'm, I'm talking about copy weight paper. If you're using thicker papers, then use fewer pages. Um, if you want to have a nice writing journal where there's lots of pages to write, and you're not really planning on embellishing it, but you just want a pretty place to maybe make a planner or write your year out or uh, chronicle your life or... Um, maybe use it as a diary uh, then I would go more along the lines of uh, like 15 to you can even do 20 pages of uh, copy paper that has not been coffee dyed um, virgin copy paper once you coffee dye it um, and it becomes it absorbs water and it's a very porous paper it kind of morphs and warps a little bit so it chubs up and it's going to take up more space. It becomes a thicker piece of paper. Um, so just kind of take that all into account. And really the only way to figure out the magic number is to do it. Yeah. And uh, with your supplies and what you've got. And be open to embracing the mistakes as you go. They're going to happen, but you're going to learn from it every time you do it. And you're going to learn. There's going to be one little more feather in your cap. You're going to say, okay, well, I'm never doing that again because that didn't work. And then you're going to say, okay, well how could I do it so it does work? And you're going to scratch your head and maybe watch a couple YouTube videos from, uh, there's a lot of uh, uh, junk journal makers out there and they've got so many great tips because, you know, um, everybody's walked the walk and uh, we've been there and we've, we've, we've struggled with a lot of the same questions and uh, uh, issues and it's helpful to have somebody kind of guide you and hold your hand. I can't tell you how many people have given me so many wonderful ideas in their videos and, and they, you know, sometimes they don't even realize it. You know, they're just zooming along and I, they'll say, oh, I do it this way and then I'm doing this and doing this and doing that. And this, the second one or the third one, they talk about it as if it's so commonplace, as if everybody knew. But to me, it is earth shatter, shattering, life evolving news. That one little tip, that one little tidbit can get you past a stumbling block that uh, otherwise would have prevented you from ever making a book. And that's what I want you to experience, the breakthrough of finding out what that little tip is that is going to, what is, that is going to help you pursue your dream of making a book. And it's a wonderful thing to make a book. I, I highly, highly encourage you give it a go. Um, and it doesn't matter how many pieces of embellishment you've made ahead of time or how few, uh, but just sit down and give it a go because it's a really joyous feeling when it all comes together and you look at it and you think, Oh, Oh my God, I just made a book. <laughs> it's quite, it's quite, it's quite revolutionary and it doesn't happen every day, uh, not in a normal life. And, um, but we're making it a little more commonplace and it's something wonderful that you can do at any age. Uh, you know, kids can do it. Adults can do it. Retired people can do it. People who have busy careers who want to do something with their hands and their creative brain other than just rack their um, brains against their business world constantly. Sometimes you need a creative break and, and sometimes making a book is a beautiful way to escape into another world for a little while and just have some good old plain fun. 
So I invite you to give it a go. Um, please share your stories with me. And, and you know what I'd love to hear? What are the best tips that you've learned along the way on your journey that have helped you? Um, and I don't care who they're from, but um, if you just want to share them in the um, video comments or in the Facebook group, something like that, and let us know um, what has really made a difference or what has helped, that would be great because we all learn from each other. At, you know, there's this huge, beautiful thing called the internet where we are um, able to share information so much more easily. Um, it would be a very quiet room in my craft room if it wasn't for you guys. So I really, really thank you for being here. Um, you've made a world of difference in my life. So from me and Sonny, who is at home, he's hanging out with Papa right now, and Holly and the birdies. And uh, I am at the post office, so I got to go drop off a few little packages here to get them on their merry way to people. Got some fundals and some print and mail digi kits. And uh, so I hope everybody is doing well. Big hugs and kisses. And um, all my links are down below my videos. And um, yeah, there's supposed to be some place on Facebook where I'm, I'm, you guys can post comments to the podcast. And I haven't quite figured that out yet, but I will. And I, I, I will. <laughs> it's on my list. All right. Take care, everybody. Have an awesome one. Remember that fun can be simple. And create with reckless abandon. Bye-bye.